Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Live wires on the team connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. All right. We're all still trying to figure out really just what the hell Brian Burns is doing. I, I mean, Walker is a naturally confused looking dude. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 uh this Brian Burns situation has him all over the place. And in the break he mentioned maybe he's just doing this to avoid not getting fined. Well, we're gonna play an interaction from Frank Reich's presser with a QA about if the Panthers would find their pass rusher. Frank, one of the options you guys as a team would have would be to find him for conduct detrimental. Is that something that's been discussed? Um, listen, I mean, we all know how this works, right? I mean, I've been in this business for 30-some years, a player and a coach, and, and understand that, um, you know, there's a player perspective that we all have to respect and understand that player has to do what he has to do to get what he needs to try to get. Um, we also, and that's important, and I understand that we, are, we love and respect Brian for that. I also understand that there's a business side over here, and, you know, the business side says that the player's on the contract, he's expected to play. I'm just the head coach. I'm just trying to get ready for Atlanta, right? So we're all eyes are focused on Atlanta. What we talk about, it, you know, we addressed it as a team, you know, so, we, you know, hey, this is what it is. We trust that the process will work itself out. We're focused on getting ready for the Atlanta Falcons. That's really the business side that has its position. The player has its position. We focus on Atlanta. Leaving that door open. Potential fines could be coming. Frank Reich, big old dodge there. I'm not going to fully address and clearly address whether we might find him or not. So I'm just going to say Bill Belichick stuff. We're on to Atlanta. Do you think they should? I mean, I don't. I'm totally fine with Brian Burns doing this. I don't I don't think should. I don't think they should, okay. right? I mean if they do it then okay. I honestly no because I don't know what difference it would make. If you're missing if you're missing game checks then I don't know if the fines would make enough of a difference for Brian Burns to come back because at first we thought maybe he's you know what I'm saying? Because game checks are obviously the your real money here. So if you're getting fined, then I don't think that would make that that would be the thing that brings Brian Burns back. And maybe it is. And maybe he's just out there so, you know, he can practice and continue to just show up and do the whole Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. So at that point, if, you know, Brian Burns isn't practicing, but he's at least there in pads and a helmet, then it's like, all right, well, now you just can't do it. It's just a weird situation. I don't know if, no, I don't think they should, but they might try to. I just to. wanted to set an example so other guys don't try the same type of tactics, I, I guess you could say. Maybe that might be the rationale if they do decide to do that. Well, and my takeaway from that is that Frank Reich, I feel a little bad for him. Like, he, he's got to do, you know, this is the situation that a head coach is always going to be in, but it's not Frank Reich that is negotiating with Brian Burns on how much he should get paid. I'm sure Frank Reich would love to have Brian Burns out there because he's a head coach that wants to enhance his win-loss record as a coach in the NFL. Brian Burns is going to help him do that. 
Brian even told you, excuse me, Frank Reich told you earlier this week that Brian makes a big old difference. He's like, yeah, of course he makes a difference. It's going to be a lot harder without him on the football field. But the Panthers and Scott Fitter are more so because this is his responsibility, trying to figure out how to divide the money when it comes to payroll. What do you got, Fitty? All right, so not only did Frank Reich speak with the media, so did starting quarterback Bryce Young, who was also... Voted as a team captain along with Brian Burns and some other guys on the roster. Well, the rookie signal caller spoke about how important it is to him to be voted a team captain. It's a real honor. Um, it's something I definitely don't take lightly. Um, you know, it, it it means a lot to, to me that, um, you know, to, to be a captain. And, you know, I'm super grateful for my teammates um, for just, just accepting me and allowing me to, to come in. And this has been a great experience for me. Um, you know, I've, it's a great locker room, a great coaching staff. And, um, you know, just, just, you know, again, everyone just accepted me and allowed me to come in and grow and us to be able to progress um, as a team. So, um, you know, with, with really, again, it, it's something that I, I really take a lot of pride in. I, it's a huge honor um, for me. And obviously there's responsibility that, that comes with that as well. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for that challenge, and I don't take that lightly, but it's definitely a huge honor. Psst. Cam Newton wasn't a captain as a rookie. Oh, no, don't you start it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they named Bryce Young a starter, and it seems to be very deserving. The way that everybody talks about Bryce Young as a captain, or not a starter, but you get a captain with Bryce Young. It makes all the sense in the world. You draft the QB, and he shows nothing but professionalism all across the board. It makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad we don't have to have the whole, is it a big deal that he's not a captain conversation, like Fiddy is trying to manufacture by saying Cam Newton wasn't when he was a rookie. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we knew this was coming. I'm not surprised at all. Everything you've heard about Bryce Young, the impact that he's had on the locker room. I'm sure uh, maybe they talked this over with some of the veterans as well who okayed this. So Bryce Young is a leader. We knew that was one of the pluses that you got when you drafted him. And so this just adds to it. Great for him. Uh, great for the organization because he looks like he's the leader uh, that the Panthers need and will need going forward into the future. Yeah, it does look like, too, C.J. Stroud was voted as a Texans captain by his teammate as well. I'm not sure about Anthony Richardson trying to find that as we speak, but at least Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud have been named captains. All right, Walker. So at the end of yesterday's show, you uh, you read a quote from Mitch Kupchak over at P.J. Washington's presser about PJ's <laughs> desire to stay in the Queen City. Well, we've got the audio. And the question was asked by our very own Will Palachik. Uh PJ, in terms of why this deal for this amount of time and, and why this franchise, what was it about getting this done in this fashion that made you want to stay in Charlotte for this time? Uh, for me, I always wanted to stay in Charlotte. Um, there was no doubt about that. I think it was a great that's deal. Not, that's not what your agent and your, your agents <laughs> were saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first I heard of that. <laughs> I'll have you know, because I, I, I cut the press conference up yesterday. PJ awkwardly laughed for like 10 more seconds yes, after he did. that. Yes, he did. So watching this press <laughs> conference back, Mitch Kupchak takes a break from drinking water to fire that joke off. He heard the question, heard what PJ Washington was saying, and he needed to get that joke in there. You know, it's funny, right? I don't have a problem with it because it's not like he's uncovering some truth that was supposed to be hidden. We know that negotiations... Maybe got a little bit problematic. That's the reason that they didn't agree to terms until late August when there's 
some kind of soft deadline, you see the leftover deals in free agency. They're usually made late August or early September. We saw it with the Donovan Mitchell trade when he had the Utah probs. We saw it with Laurie Markkinen when he was in a restricted free agency a couple of years ago. And so, yeah, clearly they couldn't come to terms on anything. They finally agreed to something. So, yeah, this is funny by Mitch Kupchak, and he's right. P.J. Washington was in such script mode that after he was laughing, he said, yeah, like I was saying, I always wanted to be in Charlotte. Just not acknowledging the joke as much. Yeah, I love it, man, because that's what happens when somebody calls cap. You hear somebody up there just talking wild, saying things that you know are not true, and you step in and say, oh, no, 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 no. On the contrary, (laughs) you said none of that. I'm going to call you out. Did you have something else, or did you want to move on? No, I was just moving on. Sticking with the P.J. Washington, though, because he did join our very own uh, Kyle Leopold Bailey yesterday afternoon, and he talked about what has impressed him the most about uh, the number two pick and Brandon Miller. Uh, His work work ethic stands out to me. Um, He's very skilled. He can do pretty much everything on the court. He has good size to him. So I think he has all the intangibles to be a good player in this league, and I can't wait for him to come out and show everything he's been working on. So... Um, I think he's going to be great. Um, he's going to be really good in, in Coach Cliff's system, and he's going to turn a lot of heads this season for sure. Anything of note here, or do you think this is this is just status quo? That- yeah, run of the mill, can of corn, in my opinion. <laughs> Did you find something in this there, This is though? your boy, man. Is he making you a believer in Brandon Miller? Like, are you glad that Brandon Miller's in the purple and teal and not scoot? I'm glad work ethic is a thing that he mentioned, for sure. I mean, we, we could take this for granted. But we could also try to apply this to other rookies. I don't know if we've heard that. Doesn't mean that we've never heard it about rookies. But if we're talking about James Booknight, who has not worked out for the Charlotte Hornets so far, I don't know if we go back and find veteran players discussing work ethic for any of these other guys. Maybe they have, but I'm not taking it for granted. Like, good. This is the battle that you want to win right now with your rookie. It's, is he putting in the work to become better and better? Because it's going to be really hard to make that jump from collegiate basketball to the NBA. So I'm glad we're hearing this. I did want to focus a little bit more on the PJ Washington stuff because we're having a similar situation with the Carolina Panthers right now and Brian Burns. I, I do wonder just how much agents control this and how much input they take from Brian Burns and PJ Washington and the players because the agents are incentivized to get the biggest deal possible as well. And the agents, this is quite literally their job. So when PJ Washington said he always wanted to be back in Charlotte, I don't know if he's lying. I do think he always wanted to be back in Charlotte. I don't think he would have sacrificed more money if it was there to be had with a different franchise, but the agents wanted to apply pressure. This is how you get big old deals done. Same thing with Brian Burns, where it feels like it would it would make sense that there's some kind of conflict, at least a little bit, where Brian Burns does want to be in Carolina. He does have ties here. We know that his brother, Stanley McClover, played here. So with Brian Burns wanting to stay in the city of Charlotte, but the agents needing to apply pressure to make as much money as possible, then, yeah, I just, I just wonder how that relationship works during the contentious negotiations that happen between the team and the players when the players should have say, but also they're not negotiating in a lot of these scenarios unless you're Lamar Jackson or, you know, some of the rare senses out there of players actually trying to negotiate uh, for themselves. Yeah, and I mean, it's just going to be uh just uh, this whole situation man every time we talk about it there's so many different scenarios that go through your head i love the scenario you brought up is he 
doing this maybe to not get fined and, and different things of that nature, man. So there's a whole lot to go into these negotiations. And then the funny part is once it goes well and they get the deal done, it's like nothing ever happened. They're like, oh, you know, it, it was never this or never that. You know, we just wanted to get a deal done. So you never know who's telling the truth, who's lying. And anything that's just going on behind the scenes in these negotiations, we'll never find out. All right. Lastly, a fun piece of audio we got to get to. Um, after Duke's upset over Clemson, Raleigh Leonard asked for some uh, special treatment on a homework assignment. And uh, his professor kind of clapped back in the moment. Well, it all went kind of viral. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please... Let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. Hey, Riley, great game last night, man. It was so exciting. Congratulations to you and all your teammates. But you know, Wesley Williams and the other linemen who were in the class, they said they prepared ahead and did it ahead of time. So why didn't the quarterback? So no way, man. No extension. <laughs> How lame is that? Right. So this is the funny part, though. Also, he talked about how the, the offensive linemen, they got their paper in. And this was an interview done by yours truly for the ACC Digital Network, man. Went viral. This thing has been everywhere from Good Morning America. I, I got an email request from Fox News yesterday to be able to use the footage. And it's so crazy because people try to go viral and so we see riley over there with the acc network crew i know me and riley have a relationship so i'm standing there waiting because we did this kind of gorilla style and i said i know when he walks off the set he's going to come holler at me he did we got a couple of questions out of him i asked him how he was going to celebrate he talked about going to cookout and all this stuff you can see on the accdn on all platforms he said they were going to go to cookout hang with his family stuff like that and then at the end you get that moment right there where he says about the paper, uh, his homework, and then my co-worker, the other person on my social team said, hey, we should cut that. That could go viral. And then before I got back to the hotel room, uh, it had been picked up by House of Highlights and so many other platforms, man. So it's been really cool to see uh, that happen. Wish I had been in the shot, though. But other than that. I was looking Fantastic. for you. I yeah. saw ACC Digital Network and thought, oh, okay, maybe I was Wes right is the there one. on his uh, left. They know it's you, baby. But now That's we right. now we don't know. And you West can see the four. No, you can see the full <laughs> interview on my Instagram page and a Twitter page and all of those things. And on the ACCDN, you can see that full uh, interview. It's only a couple of questions, so it's I, not too long. I love that Riley Leonard is celebrating, you know, high school football style. Yeah, we're going to cook out and yeah. hanging out on the tailgate. <laughs> it was pretty quiet because we went out, we got something to eat after the game. And, I mean, it was, this was not just football town USA where it was just jumping. It was pretty desolate. I mean, you were in hell. Wow. Wallace Wade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got you. We don't even look. <laughs> for those that couldn't see, Fiddy was waiting for Wes to give a reaction, and all Wes did was just look at the microphone. Fiddy was getting, give me something, Wes. No, give that me was something. funny. That yeah. was pretty good. That's what, that's what Fiddy was asking for.